and welcome to Anyway Pranay. Join your host, Pranay Patel, author of Burgundy Winters in Europe, as he dives deep into subjects close to his heart, from how he built his charity foundations to his strong love for food, engineering, farming, and the great outdoors. Now, let's get into today's episode. Namaskar, my dear brothers and sisters. Welcome to the sixth episode of Anyway Pranay. I am your host, Pranay Patil, and today we are going to talk about climate change. While it is a topic that some argue isn't even real, it very much is a problem our Earth is facing and needs to be addressed with immediate attention. Okay, let's begin. You're listening to Anyway Pranay. Remember to hit that subscribe button. Life on Earth depends on energy coming from the sun. About half the light reaching the Earth's atmosphere passes through the air and clouds to the surface, where it is absorbed and then radiated upwards in the form of infrared heat. About 90% of this heat is then absorbed by the greenhouse gases and radiated back towards the surface. Direct observations made on and above the Earth's surface show the planet's climate is significantly changing. Most of these climate changes are attributed to a very small variation in the Earth's orbit that change the amount of solar energy our planet receives. Human activities are the primary driver of these changes. Earth's climate has changed throughout history. It's nothing new. Just in the last 650,000 years, there have been seven cycles of glacial advance and retreat. With the abrupt end of the last ice age about 11,700 years ago, marking the beginning of the modern climate era and of human civilization. The current warming trend is of particular significance because it is unequivocally the result of human activity since the mid-20th century and proceeding at a rate that is unprecedented over a millennia. It is undeniable that the human activities have warmed the atmosphere, oceans and the land and that widespread and rapid change in the atmosphere, ocean, cryosphere and biosphere have occurred. Billions of tons of CO2, carbon dioxide, are released into the atmosphere every year as a result of coal, oil and gas production. Earth orbiting satellites and other technological advances have enabled scientists to see the bigger picture, collecting many different types of information 
about our planet and its climate on a global scale. This body of data, collected over many years, reveals the signals of a changing climate. The heat-trapping nature of carbon dioxide and other gases was demonstrated in the mid-19th century. Their ability to affect the transfer of infrared energy through the atmosphere is the scientific basis of many instruments flown by NASA. There is no question that increased levels of greenhouse gases must cause Earth to warm in response. Climate change refers to long-term shifts in temperatures and weather patterns. These shifts may be natural, such as through variations in the solar cycle. But since the 1800s, human activities have been the main driver of climate change, primarily due to burning fossil fuels like coal, oil and gas. Burning fossil fuels generates greenhouse gas emissions that act like a blanket wrapped around the earth, trapping the sun's heat and raising temperatures. Examples of greenhouse gas emissions that are causing climate change include carbon dioxide and methane. These come from using gasoline for driving a car or coal for heating a building. For example, clearing land and forests can also release carbon dioxide. Landfills for garbage are a major source of methane emissions. Energy, industry, transport, buildings, agriculture and land use are among the main emitters. So what's the difference between climate change and global warming? Well, global warming refers to the long-term warming of the planet. Climate change encompasses global warming, but refers to the broader range of changes that are happening to our planet, including rising sea levels, shrinking mountain glaciers, accelerating ice melt in Greenland, Antarctica and the Arctic, and shifts in flower or plant blooming times. While we largely understand climate change through the impacts it will have on a natural world, it is the devastation that it is causing and will continue to cause for humanity that makes it an urgent human rights issue. It will compound and magnify existing inequalities and its effects will continue to grow and worsen over time, creating ruin for current and future generations. This is why the failure of governments to act on the climate change crisis in the face of overwhelming scientific evidence may well be the biggest intergenerational human rights violation in history. There is an overwhelming scientific consensus that global warming is mostly man-made. Climate scientists have come to this conclusion almost unanimously. One of the biggest drivers by far is a burning of fossil fuels like coal, gas and oil, which has increased the concentration of greenhouse gases, such as carbon dioxide in atmosphere. This, coupled with other activities like clearing land for agriculture, is causing the average temperature of our planet to rise. In fact, scientists are as certain 
of the link between greenhouse gases and global warming as they are of the link between smoking and lung cancer. This is not a recent conclusion. The scientific community has collected and studied the data on this for decades. Warnings about global warming started making headlines back in the 1980s. In 1992, 165 nations signed an international treaty, the UN Framework Convention on Climate Change, UNFCCC. They have held meetings annually ever since, called Conference of the Parties or COP with the aim of developing goals and methods to reduce climate change as well as adapt to its already visible effects. Today, 197 countries are bound by the UNFCCC. The effects of climate change are already being felt now, but they will get worse. Global warming has reached approximately 1 degree Celsius above pre-industrial levels. Every half degree or even less of global warming counts. What's the big deal? How does this affect us all? Well, it's easy to take our planet for granted until we see the human cost of its degradation, like hunger, displacement, unemployment, illness and deaths. It threatens the essential ingredients of good health like clean air, safe drinking water, nutritious food supply and safe shelter and has the potential to undermine decades of progress in global health. Between 2030 and the year 2050, climate change is expected to cause approximately 250,000 additional deaths per year from malnutrition, malaria, diarrhea and heat stress alone. The direct damage costs to health are estimated to be between 2 to 4 billion US dollars per year by 2030. Areas with weak health infrastructure mostly in developing countries, will be the least able to cope without assistance to prepare and respond. The five most vulnerable countries are India, Philippines, Malaysia, Thailand and Indonesia. These areas are already located in the hot regions. So, the gradually rising temperature and the more extreme dry weather events will deal a hard hit on their GDP growth potential, including productivity impact on agriculture, manufacturing and the tourism service industry that these countries are heavily dependent upon for net exports. Many people think climate change mainly means warmer temperatures. But temperature rise is only the beginning of the story. Because the earth is a system where everything is connected. Changes in one area can influence changes in all others. 
millions of people are already suffering from the catastrophic effects of extreme disasters exasperated by climate change. From prolonged drought in sub-Saharan Africa to devastating tropical storms sweeping across Southeast Asia, the Caribbean and the Pacific. In 2021, scorching temperatures caused deadly heat waves in Canada and Pakistan and set off wildfires in Greece and Siberia. There was severe flooding in Germany and China, while in Madagascar, a particularly prolonged and intense drought has driven one million people to the brink of what is being described as the world's first climate change-induced famine. Climate change can affect our health, ability to grow food, housing safety and work. Some of us are already more vulnerable to climate impacts, such as people living in small island nations and other developing countries. Conditions like sea level rise and saltwater intrusion have advanced to the point where whole communities have had to relocate. And protracted droughts are putting people at the risk of famine. In the future, the number of climate refugees is expected to rise. The consequences of climate change now include, among others, intense droughts, water scarcity, severe fires, rising sea levels, flooding, melting polar ice caps, catastrophic storms and declining biodiversity. In a series of UN reports, thousands of scientists and government reviewers agreed that limiting global temperature rise to no more than 1.5 degrees Celsius would help us avoid the worst climate impacts and maintain a livable climate. Yet, based on current national climate plans, global warming is projected to reach around 3.2 degrees Celsius by the end of this century. The emissions that cause climate change come from every part of the world and affect everyone. But some countries produce much more than others. The 100 least emitting countries generate 3% of total emissions. The 10 countries with the largest emissions contribute 68%. What needs to be done to make major changes? Well, we need to take the pay the bill now or pay dearly in the future approach. Climate action requires significant financial investments by governments and businesses alike. Everyone must take climate action, but people and countries creating more of the problem have a greater responsibility to act first. It is important to remember that no one list of the effects of climate change can be exhaustive. It is very likely that heat waves will occur more often and last longer and that extreme precipitation events will become more intense and frequent in many regions. The oceans will continue to warm and acidify. The global mean sea level will continue to rise. All of this will have and is already starting to have a devastating impact on human life. 
Many climate change solutions can deliver economic benefits while improving our lives and protecting the environment. We also have global frameworks and agreements to guide progress, such as the Sustainable Development Goals, the UN Framework Convention on Climate Change and the Paris Agreement. Three broad categories of action are cutting emissions, adapting to climate impacts and financing required adjustments. Switching energy systems from fossil fuels to renewables like solar or wind will reduce the emissions driving climate change. But we have to start right now. While a growing coalition of countries is coming to net zero emissions by 2050, about half of emissions cuts must be in place by the year 2030 to keep the warming below 1.5 degrees Celsius. Fossil fuel production must decline by roughly 6% per year between 2020 and 2030. Adapting to climate consequences protects people, homes, businesses, livelihoods, infrastructure and natural ecosystems. It covers current impacts and those likely in the future. Adaptation will be required everywhere, but must be prioritized now for the most vulnerable people with the fewest resources to cope with climate hazards. The rate of return can be high. Early warning systems for disasters, for instance, save lives and property and can deliver benefits up to 10 times their initial costs. Businesses have a responsibility to respect human rights. To meet this responsibility, companies must assess the potential effects of the activities on human rights and put in place measures to prevent negative impacts. They must make such findings and any prevention measures public. Companies must also take measures to remedy human rights abuses they cause or to which they contribute, either by themselves or in cooperation with other factors. Such responsibilities extend to human rights harms resulting from climate change. Corporations and particularly fossil fuel companies must also immediately put measures in place to minimize greenhouse emissions, including by shifting their portfolio towards renewable energy produced in a manner compatible with human rights and make relevant information about their emissions and mitigation efforts public. These efforts must extend to all the major subsidiaries, affiliates and entities in the supply chain. Fossil fuel companies have been historically among the most responsible for climate change. And this continues today. Research shows that just 100 fossil fuel-producing companies are responsible for 71% of global greenhouse gas emissions since 1988. There is growing evidence that major fossil fuel companies have known for decades about the harmful effects of burning fossil fuels and have attempted to suppress that information and block efforts to tackle climate change. The global agro-industrial food system 
and the large scale plantations on which it depends are often associated with high greenhouse gas emissions deforestation and land degradation as well as forced evictions of indigenous people attacks on environmental activists and other human rights violations private financial institutions such as banks asset managers and insurance companies also play a key role in driving the climate crisis especially when they fund fossil fuel companies and businesses linked to deforestation without any climate related conditions but climate inaction is vastly more expensive one critical step is for industrialized countries to fulfill their commitment to provide 100 billion dollars a year to developing countries so they can adapt and move towards greener economies the urgent need to address climate change has become even clearer with the release of a major report in october 2018 by the world's leading scientific body for the assessment of climate change the intergovernmental panel on climate change ipcc the ipcc warns that in order to avoid catastrophic global warming we must not reach 1.5 degrees celsius above pre-industrial levels or at a very minimum not exceed that the report sets out the massive differences between the 1.5 degrees celsius and 2 degrees celsius scenarios in another report published in august 2021 the ipcc confirmed that unless there are immediate rapid and large scale reductions in greenhouse gas emissions limiting warming to close to 1.5 degrees celsius or perhaps even 2 degrees celsius above pre-industrial levels will be beyond reach however there is still time to limit climate change in the 2021 report the ipcc said strong and sustained reductions in emissions of carbon dioxide and other greenhouse gases could quickly improve air quality and in 20 to 30 years global temperatures could stabilize our governments must therefore take immediate steps right now to change course the longer we take to do this the more we will have to rely on costly technologies that could have harmful impacts on human rights UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres said the report was nothing less than a code red for humanity the alarm bells are deafening and the evidence is irrefutable he said he called on all nations especially the G20 economies to join the net zero emissions coalition and reinforce their promises on slowing down and reversing global warming with credible concrete steps inclusive and green economies prosperity cleaner air and better health are possible for all if we respond to this crisis with solidarity and courage he said climate change is and will continue to harm all of us unless governments take action however its effects are likely to be much more pronounced for certain groups 
for example those communities dependent on agricultural or coastal livelihoods as well as those who are generally already vulnerable disadvantaged and subject to discrimination some ways that climate change can and is exacerbating inequalities are between developed and developing nations between different ethnicities and classes between genders between generations between communities well between different ethnicities and classes the effects of climate change and fossil fuel related pollution also run along ethnicity and class lines in north america it is largely poorer communities of color who are forced to breathe the toxic air because of their neighborhoods and are more likely to have their houses situated next to power plants and refineries they experience higher rates of respiratory illnesses and cancers the african americans are three times more likely to die of airborne pollution than the overall us population climate change also creates inequalities between developed and developing nations at a national level those in low lying small island states and less developed countries will be and already are among those worst affected people in the marshall islands already regularly experience the devastating flooding and storms that destroy their homes and livelihoods in 2021 a heat wave in north america made headlines across europe and north america but some of the worst effects of global warming were also felt in places like pakistan temperatures in jacobabad hit a staggering 52 degrees celsius hotter than the human body can stand and electricity blackouts compounded the misery of millions without access to air conditioning or clean water it also creates difference between different ethnicities and classes as i said then between genders too women and girls are disproportionately affected by climate change reflecting the fact that they are more likely in many countries to be marginalized and disadvantaged for example women are often confined to roles and jobs that make them more reliant on natural resources because they face barriers in accessing financial or technical resources or are denied land ownership they are less able to adapt to climate change this means that they are more at risk from the impacts of climate change or climate related events as they are less able to protect themselves against it and will find it harder to recover then between generations inequalities between generations is also seen as an effect side effect of climate change because future generations future generations will experience the worsening effects unless action is taken now by governments however children and young people are already suffering due to their specific metabolism physiology and developmental needs this means for example that the forced displacement experienced by communities impacting a whole range of rights from water sanitation and food to adequate housing health education and development 
is likely to be particularly harmful to children. It also creates certain differences or disparities between communities. This climate change has, a, has a side effects, quite serious ones, even between communities. Indigenous peoples are among the communities most impacted by climate change due to a close interrelationship with the natural world as well as in some cases a history of expropriations and forced evictions. They often live in marginal lands and fragile ecosystems which are particularly sensitive to alterations in the physical environment. They maintain a close connection with nature and the traditional lands on which their livelihoods and cultural identity depend. Despite having important knowledge about the natural environment of their territories and playing a crucial role in the conservation of biodiversity and natural resources, they are often excluded from climate decision-making, including when climate-related initiatives encroach on their lives and territories. Really sad. Human rights are intimately linked with climate change because of its devastating effect on not just the environment but our own well-being. In addition to threatening our very existence, climate change is having harmful impacts on our rights to life, health, food, water, housing and livelihoods. The longer governments wait to take meaningful action, the harder the problem becomes to solve and the greater the risk that emissions will be reduced through means that increase inequality rather than reduce it. We all deserve equal protection. We all are born with fundamental human rights. Yes, these rights are under grave threat from climate change. While climate change threatens all of our lives in some way or the other, People who experience discrimination are among those likely to be the worst affected. We are all equally deserving of protection from this universal threat. Fighting the climate crisis gives us a chance to put the well-being of people first by ensuring a right to a healthy environment. This will give us an opportunity to enhance human rights. For example, by enabling more people to access cleaner and cheaper energy resources and create job opportunities in new sectors. We have the knowledge, power and ability to stop climate change. Many people are already working on creative, inspiring and innovative solutions to address climate technology. From citizens to companies to cities, there are people all over the world actively working on policies and campaigns and solutions that will protect people and the planet. Indigenous peoples and minority communities have for centuries developed sustainable ways of living with the environments that they call home. We can learn from them and with their consent benefit from their know-how to inform our own efforts to find a different way of interacting with our planet. Well, all right. Now I want to hear from you, dear listeners. What are your thoughts on this topic? Let me know on social media at Pranay342, Instagram, Twitter and Facebook, anywhere. Just 
hit me up and talk to me about it if you have any questions feel free to ask thank you my dear brothers and sisters jai hind and namaskar thanks for listening to this episode of anyway pranay if you like what you heard then be sure to hit like and subscribe have a burning question for pranay or a topic you'd love him to discuss on the show feel free to get in touch you can reach pranay on all socials at pranay342 see you next time <laughs>